Welcome, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us for another episode of The Knicks Recap. I'm your host, Troy, and it's a pleasure speaking with each and every one of you today. We have a lot of Knicks content to discuss today, so let's not waste any time and jump right into it. So the uh, the internet kind of went wild recently. Did you guys hear? Yeah, um, apparently, Julius Randle, Obi Toppin, and Jalen Brunson performed in a pro-am or a pro-am. It's basically a professional basketball workout sector that a lot of NBA players and, you know, sometimes teammates join together to practice, to learn each other's skills and rhythm. And, you know, basically it's a workout, right? That's what this, that's what this, you know, display is. This is what the pro-ams are. It's a workout for Anybody who loves basketball, professionals specifically, especially NBA players, right? So somebody please explain why I wake up the next day and instead of hearing about the filthy pass that JB passed to Obi Toppin going straight for the rack and a huge dunk on top of that. If you haven't, first of all, if you haven't seen the Pro-Am workouts, Go to the Knicks Recap Facebook page right now or Instagram and check that video out. No, no, no. Seriously. Pause this video. Go check that video out. And once you're done, come back and hit unpause. Go, go ahead. I'll wait. Okay. So you definitely had unpause at this point in time. I hope that you saw what I'm talking about. JB's inside out game his ability to get into the paint to be a a gnat he's very aggressive for being 6-1 so his size you know obviously a lot of people have mentioned it, it is a concern if you see him playing Dallas and if you saw him playing the proams it's not he knows how to handle his body he knows how to handle his side he knows how to handle his weight he knows himself so i i'm not worried about uh, JB, personally speaking, I thought Randall looked good. I thought Obi looked good. I thought they all had great moments. But the first thing, the number one thing every single fan wanted to talk about the next day was that they got beat by by a, a no-name team. That that uh they lost by 13. Even though when the Hawks with uh, Deontay Murray, John Collins, and Trey Young we're having their proams and they lost. Their article was all about happiness. Look how they're playing. Shit's about to be scary. And then when it comes to the Knicks, oh, ha ha, they laugh, laughing at us because we lost by 13 to uh, a non NBA team when we were working out. This is a workout. It's like getting upset. If here's the best way I can put this it's like if I go to the park with my son and we're playing competitive basketball and he beats me. Right. I'm not playing 100 percent against my son, because if I play 100 percent against my son, I'm going to injure somebody or perhaps even injure myself. I don't want to do that. And if I don't want to do that, a non NBA player and I'm not getting paid for my body. You think NBA players whose body is basically their commitment, their investment to the game, you think they're going to do that? Come on. It doesn't make sense. They're paid professionals. This is a workout. The, the objective is not 
at least in these things, for all wins. Obviously, you want to win. I'm not saying they didn't want to win. Everybody wants to win, okay? But there are levels to this shit, right? There are levels to this shit. So, pro-ams, my hands, you can't even see my hand. My hand's gone. Because that's where the NBA, that's where the NBA is. So what are we what are we talking about here? We're really are we really complaining about the about three Knicks, not even the whole Knicks team? You guys acting like Coach Tibbs is out there handling the whole team. These are three players working out during the offseason together. Why aren't we saying, wow, I can't believe these guys are hooked up so fast? Wow, I can't believe uh Randall looks so slim. We'll get to that, by the way. Wow, I can't believe JB and Obi have so much rhythm already. What do we are we just allergic to, to positivity? Do we want negativity? Look, the pro-ams for me, before all that bullshit with what people made it to be something that it wasn't, I loved it. How how could you not love it? Are we are we kidding ourselves here? Obi Toppin jumped out of the gym. He jumped out. This man's head is in fear every time he goes for a dunk. Because you don't know if he's going to hit it or not. I don't think he even knows how high he's going to get high. Because Obi's jump from where he was rookie year to where he is now? How, how do you jump higher? What, what are you doing to, to jump higher? It's seemingly possible because that's what he's doing. He's jumping higher. Obi Toppin is cutting better. He's jumping higher. He looks lean and strong and fast. And he was already fast. So I'm very excited for Toppin. I think he's going to have a great, solid year. And I think he's going to grow this year, honestly. And I think Obi Toppin gets a hell of a lot more minutes this season. Now, Troy, what, don't, don't say shit like that. Don't say shit without backing it up. Okay. Let me back it up then. Julius Randle. Have, have you taken a look at Julius Randle? When you were on the Knicks recap page when you were watching the video, did you scroll and see how Randle looks now? Or did you pay attention to what Randle looks like in that video? Did you see anything different? I... I absolutely did. Randall has, I've never seen him this lean. Never. And in his, entire, in his entire career, he has never, ever been this lean. So he's very lean. Hella in shape. Fit. Strong. Hmm. For our listeners on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and if you're just listening on a streaming service, I'm pondering right now as to what that means for Julius. And I've come up with an answer. Maybe he plays the three. What? Yeah. Maybe he plays the three. Now, you guys are probably going to kill me for this. Go ahead. Drop it a comment. Drop it on YouTube. If you're watching this on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you're watching this or listening to this, drop a comment, like, rate, whatever you need to do to let me know how you feel. Because I'm going to stand by this. 
I think during the course of this next season, you're going to see stretches of this lineup. Jalen Brunson, RJ Barrett, Julius Randle at the three, Obi Toppin at the four, and Mitchell Robinson at the five. Now, how can I see this? Why do I see this? Um, that's pretty simple to answer. I see this because it exists. And all you have to do is look at last season. Coach Thibs is comfortable playing Obi and Randall together. But what you lose when you have those two in is a lot of the defense. And, you know, size is something that can't be forgotten about. Randall is not a center. He can play center, but he's not a center. And having him do that as our center, if he's playing center for a lineup like that, doesn't work. Doesn't make sense. Not for his game, not for his skill set. So then what do you do? Find a way to play those two and your defensive anchor in Mitch. Okay. How do you do that? I just told you. I just told you. Jalen Brunson, R.J. Barrett, Julius Randle, Obi Toppin, and Mitch. And Julius and Obi can switch if, if, if that's what you're concerned about. Obi can play the three, Julius can play the four, vice versa, whatever. I'm pretty sure it's going to be dependent on my own matchups and experience and all that other stuff. But that's exactly um, what I've seen. And I already said Jalen Brunson looked amazing. Uh, I don't want to comment too much on JB's game until he starts playing for the Knicks in a Knicks uniform. But from what I've seen, even in Dallas, I'm impressed. So I'm um, happy for JB. I uh, think he's looking good, and I can't wait to see what he does next. Let's go on to the uh, other. It's not really a pro-am, but another workout um, for Emmanuel quickly. He was at the uh, Brunson basketball workout recently. And, man, he's either – he's big. <laughs> I, I don't even know how to say it. He is fit, man. Have you seen quick? IQ. Looking diesel, fit, buff, muscular, added muscle. Looks like he added weight. He is cut the fuck up. He's been working out with Julius and Sims, it seems like, because, I mean, he looks phenomenal. And not only his physique, his game. Okay, here we go. Go ahead. I know you're going to tell me. Go ahead. You're going to tell me that it's a, it's a workout. It doesn't matter. And... You know, who cares? I care. Me. I don't care about if you lost or won. I don't care about how many points you dropped. <clears throat> 45. <clears throat> That's right. 45 points. God quickly is ready for the season to start. Um, but nonetheless, IQ looks phenomenal. Really, really good. And if he keeps his focus this year, I got to say it. Do we see six man of the year honors? Because I see that's where that's where I have him. That's where I project him to go. So, you know, I, we'll see. But from what I'm seeing now, my goodness. IQ looks phenomenal. Can't wait to see what he brings up the next time we see him play. All right, let's discuss some uh, happenings around the NBA. Uh, some stuff still to do with the Knicks. So um, 
not too much on Donovan Mitchell, so we'll skip that. And we talked a lot about Donovan Mitchell on the first episode of the Knicks Recap. If you haven't seen that episode or haven't heard that episode, go to YouTube to watch or go to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to your pods and listen to the first podcast. We covered Donovan Mitchell in depth, uh, talked about him a lot and uh, where we think he ends up and if it's inevitable that he ends up with the Knicks. It's a good question. It's answered in episode one, so go check that out. Um, but yeah, nothing on the Brunson, uh, excuse me, on the... Uh, on a Donovan Mitchell front at this point in time, it's uh, still uh, still um, stalled at this point. Um, in regards to uh, the Lakers, though, they made a little bit of noise in regards to the uh, with regards to the Knicks. Uh, they've been speaking a lot about Cam Reddish. So, um, you know, Cam Reddish really, I I don't know where he fits in this lineup. He doesn't really have a, a locked in spot, unfortunately. If you move Evan Fournier, I would make the argument that he does have a spot. Until that happens, though, I don't think he really does. There's, a, there's too much depth on this team right now that fills the roles without him needing to be there. Um, Cam Reddish is the biggest question mark for me. I don't know how to, I don't really know how to, to, to discuss it with him or what I should really do about him. I think he's a good player, but I don't know um, where he fits with this Knicks team. The Lakers have interest, and, you know, if a trade makes sense, I wouldn't mind seeing it done. But what's that trade look like? Who gets moved? Who do we get? All really unclear at this point in time. And Cam Red is a piece. He's a, he's a good player. He's a piece. Teams like him. But that value is going to keep going down the more he doesn't play. So, I mean, that's why I'm okay trading because I don't see him having time on this Knicks team right now. Um, it, it sucks because I think Cam can be a he's, – he's, he's, he's a hellacious offensive player, but I don't – is he, is he doing anything else for this team? I, I don't know. I, I really can't answer that question. So it, it's, it's difficult. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens with, uh, with Cam. Moving on to the uh, next bit of news. Uh, so Brunson, I always spoke about him, uh, you know, uh, a little bit. Uh, last episode with, with uh, John Macri. Shout out to John Macri. Um, but uh, I just want to bring him up one more time. So recently... Because there's nothing to talk about anymore, so people are just making more headlines to talk about. Uh, probably one of the Bleacher Report writers that I, I've i never agreed with, Zach Buckley. And Zach, if you're listening, I invite you on the show. I'd love to talk to you you know, directly and say these things to your face. But uh, until a day like that happens, bro, you don't know basketball. And I'm sorry, you don't. You gave the Jalen Brunson signing by the Knicks a C? Really? And this is the reasoning. I want to I wanna quote, I, I want to make sure I don't uh, misquote him. So I'm going to just, you know, check it really quickly. But right. So this is what Jack Buckley stated. This is quote on quote what Jack Buckley stated. Is Brunson worth all of that money? That's debatable. He struggles getting to the line, doesn't strike many off-the-bounce threes, and is more of a combo guard than a floor general, which isn't ideal for a player who's 6'1". Really? Okay. Zach, where were you last year? Did you, did you catch Dallas last year? 
Did you see what Brunson was doing for them? Do you see what he did uh, in the first round of the playoffs without Luka? So how did you see what he did to the Jazz? When has his size ever come up before this? What, what, what did, did money remind you that he's 6'1"? Was he not 6'1 last year? Was he not 6'1 when he got drafted? I'm just trying to understand where the magic happened that you finally saw that he was 6'1". And magically thought now was the time to say, yeah, he's not worth that money. Jalen Brunson is, in terms of point guards who start in the NBA, is about the 14th or 15th highest paid guard. 15th. That means 14 other players get paid a hell of a lot more than him. That start at guard in the NBA. If you look at it from that rationale alone, how is he overpaid? If anything, and players do this quite often, they elevate their game in the playoffs and try to win even harder. Well, I should say some people do that. Some people don't, or at least they try to and fail. Jalen Brunson was his best self when it mattered the most. And Zach Buckley is here trying to tell you that he's not worth the money He's not that great of a player and he's undersized. Definition of somebody who doesn't know basketball. And that's all I have to say about that because I'm not going to give this guy any more shine. It's just really infuriating when I have to read and hear about all of the negativity and hate that Jalen Brunson gets. Jalen, if you're listening, I hope you ball the fuck out at MSG. So you can shut everyone the fuck up. All right, folks. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of the Knicks Recap. Again, I'm Troy. And until next time, don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us. Peace. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.